please don't make me do this. Please don't make me do this. Well, I'm gonna talk about eco-terrorism. Got too excited about jorts. I'm leaving now with my Roomba or your blood on my hands. I'm back. Back on my bullshit. What is meme if not airhorn persevering? No, this is... This is not a family show. And I quote, many American titties. Why'd you have to bring Dane Cook to this, Andrew? No one wanted that. Oh, you guys are not ready for what I've got today. And I've apparently hit the very end of my attention span. Give me like 30 seconds. I'm looking for rhymes. Hello, and welcome to Debate This, the show where no one is right, but someone is definitely wrong. In this show, we take time out of our busy adult lives to talk about comic books, video games, and how if Matt had a nickel for every time a IP beloved by him made a game that was unplayable to him because it was a collective card battler, uh, 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 he'd have two nickels, uh, which isn't a lot, uh, <laughs> but it's weird that it happened twice. <laughs> it's a fun joke. This is an audio podcast so the people can't see the face I'm making, but it's an He's angry scowling. face. scowling. Big frowny face. He is the mad octopus plushie. It's, what, Midnight Suns and Splatoon 3 now is the second one. Oh, first. yeah, yeah, Splatoon yeah. 3 is a card battle? <laughs> well, they're, they're, doing a, they're doing a Gwent. It's going to be a thing. Oh, oh, yeah. okay. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Which is for the same reason why Kyle will be buying Splatoon 3. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> I was our Splatoon 2 guy, so now we just need one of Andrew, either you or Todd, have to start playing Splatoon 1. <laughs> have to go in the Wayback <laughs> Machine it. and play Splatoon 1. I have seriously the last week. This is not off. This is off topic, but I don't want to do this topic. I have been seriously considering not only unpacking my Wii U, but like doing a YouTube channel about Andrew's Wii U collection, Wii U games. <laughs> do it, yeah. I was gonna say you are never gonna convince me to sign up for a squad-based shooter game on the Switch. I will not do it. I will resist it. You will never peer pressure me into joining a squad-based shooter two years after everyone else. So, with that said... (laughs) (laughs) The the regret in your voice because we all know what's coming. Mm -hmm. We all know what I've made us do today. You did this, Kyle. This is a beast of your making. The... I am but a slave to the content, guys. Um, So we here at Debate This are obviously welcome to all sorts of dissenting opinions, from people who claim that the O-Block is the best Tetris piece, to anyone who would think a cryptocurrency based on bananas is a bad idea. Uh, That is why this week we are turning our show over to the big brains at Yucker Carlson Tonight to hit us with the real truth about what is going on in earth 616 so without further ado we are going to do a show within a show here is late night talk show host yucker carlson kyle thank you for opening up your show to the marketplace of ideas (laughs) what does it say about the state of our country that i have to come into this show to reach an audience of any significant size could it be that i'm being filtered by the shadowy operatives of shield I'll let you, the listener, decide. On my show, I like to invite other truth seekers to discuss the fake news coming out of Avengers Tower. We all know that the unchecked agents of the Deep State have been even less reined in since the disappearance of their globalist bankroller, Tony Stark. Have the Avengers been continuing their funding through selling the continued lie that Thanos calling half of all life was a bad thing? I'll let you, the listener, decide. 
Our scheduled guest, uh, New York City's own J. Jonah Jameson, is too busy taking on another agent of the deep state, Spider-Man, and didn't have any time to reply to my invite to come on this show. What does it say about the state of our world? That a man has to be so vigilant fighting these costumed kooks that he can't even respond to a DM on Truth Social. Luckily, with the amount of corruption coming out of Avengers Tower, we were able to replace him in triplicate. So joining me today are Shen, Todd Thomas Bapiro, Felix Matt Cole Stones, and Peter B. Andrew Henderson Jorgensen. Please don't make me do this. Please don't make me do this. <laughs> this is the worst bit we've ever done. This is going to be some poor listeners' first episode of Debate This. And we're never going to hear from those people ever again. Yeah. There's a lot of podcasts out there. You don't have to listen to ours. <laughs> Hopefully it's the, it's the guy we saw at that con who wore the shirt that said, stop my flag, I'll stomp your ass. I hope this is the first episode. He this is the first one. Uh, yeah, if you are a new listener, go listen to any of our other episodes first and then come really back to this it. one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gentlemen, thank you for coming on the show in such short notice. Please introduce yourselves, your show, and what questions you have for the Avengers in the wake of their woke virtue signaling. Shen, why don't you start things off? Hi, Yucker. Thank you for (laughs) opening up your show to engage in the marketplace of ideals. My fans know me as Shen Bapiro, a.k.a. Facts and Logic King, and they thoroughly enjoy my daily debates on the Whaley Dyer. Uh, I also have my show, The Shen Bapiro Show. Now, before we get started, let's get something clear. There are facts, and then there are baseless speculation of said facts. And I am bringing you facts. Yucker, there's a very clear line that influences everything around us. Now, tinfoil hat wearers, they give us truth seekers a bad name, and I would say that they would say that that's just the Illuminati, that they're controlling everything. My sources tell us that we know that to be false. Well, let's just say that there is someone behind everything. Let's just say that someone (laughs) is pulling all the strings. You would think the Avengers would tell us who that is, right? You would think that Earth's mightiest heroes and sheroes would offer up that information, right? Wrong. Sucks. We are being lied to. I know for a fact that a man, not a woman, a man, is pulling all of the strings, and that man is Kang the Conqueror. He is behind absolutely all major events that has set everything in motion. And your favorite liberal lunchbox leotard-wearing loser is lying to us all. An immortal helmet-wearing Time Lord has played chess master to our current lives and also is controlling weather patterns. So just as an extra thing, the change in climate is entirely man-made. And they're not telling you about any of that, yucker. They are not telling us about any of that. You are right, Shen. Listeners, I want to paint a picture. Imagine a man, but a weasel. <laughs> that is the visage. That is what that Todd I have just been. channeled today. <laughs> that is the absolute visage that I have seen in, with my human eyes for the last four minutes. As I stand on the street corner as this weaselly man yelling, debate me, I am here today for your entertainment. No, Todd, the name of the show is Debate This. You're supposed to stand on the corner and say, Debate This. Well, I'm I'm not sure why I'd even spend time on the show if you're not going to debate me. 
I come here to debate. It's so weird how you lose like seven inches of height when you do that voice. 6.7 inches to be precise. Let's just say that I did, that I did lose that much. That that wouldn't even matter. It wouldn't even matter. I'm a big man. Liberal tears have a stunting effect on on human growth is what it is. Uh, Shen has been drinking too many liberal tears. Um, Shen, thank you very much. I cannot wait to dive into your theories of Kang the Conqueror. Um, as the show continues. However, we are going to take things over to Felix Stones to reveal his truth with us today. Felix. Yeah, Yucker. Thanks for having me on today. <laughs> see, my name is Felix Stones, and I don't I don't get onto the mainstream media very much, but you see, I'm from the show Secret Armor Wars, and I'm here to tell you that the American <laughs> government, the American government, Yucker, under the instruction of the shadowy cabal from whom they take their orders, has replaced American war hero an American war hero, Yucker, with a fake, a fraud. We have seen the American government replace American war hero Lieutenant Colonel James Rhodes with a man who is neither a lieutenant <laughs> or a colonel. <laughs> the Lieutenant Colonel James Rhodes, who the people have come to know as War Machine, is a crisis actor. Yucker, he is a crisis actor named Don Weasel. Don Weasel, the crisis actor, has been masquerading as the war machine. This man has no combat experience in the American Air Force, but has been appointed to act in oversight and espionage against the individuals who would dare differ from their plans of this cabal. My audio capture looks How? so bad. It's just a How solid brick. How does your throat feel right now? I don't know why you would even ask me about my throat. I take pills every day for it. <laughs> oh, the best part of that is it like dipped it dipped in and out of um of Alex Jones and Macho Man Randy's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna sell you beat pills. <laughs> it's like the there's a there's a the difference is where the voice comes from, right? I guess to yeah. talk about voice actor theory, Macho Man Randy Savage comes from the chest, but Tucker Carlson <laughs> comes from the mouth. Alex Jones. That's what I said. <laughs> I have a request. Can That's the title a quote be? that I would like to. Can the title of this episode please be Tucker Carlson comes from the mouth? <laughs> oh, my God. I... You know I how, this. like, years ago you used to capture audio and make it your ringtone? Mm -hmm. I want to make that... <laughs> All of actually, I want to make that our Discord notification. Just Matt saying Tucker Carlson comes from the mouth in a gravelly voice. <laughs> Felix, you've given us a lot of a lot to think about today. You're welcome. A crisis actor within our own U.S. military, terrifying. However, we cannot dwell on that just now. We need to take one more minute to talk to Peter B. Jorgensen. Peter, what have you brought? to reveal to our listeners today. Good afternoon. I am here today to speak about a topic that is fresh on many of our minds. I, of course, am referring to the series of events some are now referring to as the blip, and then the ensuing events that have occurred following the return of those who were lost. Global repatriation. That's what they're calling it. The Global Repatriation Council would have you believe that it is in your best interest to provide sanctuary to those who were blipped back after five years. It's like, sure, 
let's just pretend that the last five years never happened and then we as a society didn't keep the free market moving without half of the world's population. Let's just give these people their jobs back. Jobs that were being worked by good, honest, hardworking citizens. You might say, well, they're working these jobs before they were blipped away and it wasn't their fault they disappeared. Well, consider the story of the grasshopper and the ant. <laughs> you have the grasshopper fiddling all day and night while the ant toils away gathering supplies. And then the cold, harsh winter comes in and the grasshopper starves while the ant, well, he's doing fine. You see, the ant sacrificed the present to the future. And isn't that sensible? Yeah, it's sensible. Now, let's say it's 1920s Germany. 1923, let's say. You're in a period of hyperinflation. Grasshopper won because he spent all his money before it became worthless. So should you save or not? The answer is, it depends. And there's a further answer, which is, it depends on things which you actually can't predict. Then you say, okay, well, if the grasshopper in post-war Germany can't predict the future, how can he be responsible for his lot in life? Well, how can any of us? The honest-to-God truth is that it all comes down to intellect. Do you have the foresight to store enough supplies to ride out a five-year period of missing half the world's population? Or do you fiddle all through the summer to appear in someone else's bathroom five years later looking for a handout? The cultural Marxists at the GRC will say, well, it's our duty to incorporate them back into the world. And it's like, well, it's not my duty. I saved my supplies. You and you and you. We all saved our supplies for the long, cold winter. So I propose it's time for us to stop saving and start fiddling. That's the end. That's Best. all I wrote. <laughs> It's nonsense. <laughs> it's absolutely nonsense. Uh, oh, I'm so I'm so happy. Uh, <laughs> Peter, this is fascinating stuff. Fascinating. fascinating. I think it is. I, I I think it is, and I think our listeners will agree with me. Gentlemen, this is all incredibly shocking stuff. Crisis actors, puppet masters fiddling shocking if you could please arm our listeners for the future culture wars with the proof you have that this is all happening we would all feel much safer against these powerful lies spread by the mainstream media shen yucker <laughs> yucker <laughs> coincidences aren't are not real accidents are not real everything is calculated and as soon as you start paying attention, you'll see that. Now, people, some people may doubt that power of controlling time, but we have fact-based evidence of a woman existing within pockets of extra-dimensional space that exists outside of her own time. In Janet Van Dyne, she existed. She was able to exist. So let's just say, some would say, and we will say, that this is possible. We also know a man lost for four hours emerged five years later. We know groups of ungoverned, Reckless vigilantes skipped back in time to alter history as they saw fit. We know this is fact. It's indisputable fact. This cannot be debated. It cannot be debated. <laughs> so let's say, so let's just say someone can harness that power. Let's say someone finds a way to control that at a whim, which is fair. We, we have seen this happen. Then we can see how that person has now managed to change anything and everything they see fit. This is also indisputable fact. This is fact. <laughs> <laughs> we have heard of Kang, or a variant of Kang, 
that is also controlled all of time. And we know from our records that that individual's castle beyond time is made of the same material as the ship of the Eternals, which we know that would mean that he, this person, was there to plant or harvest that material. Now, Kang was present at the formation of life and helped guide the steps of pseudo-gods, pseudo-robotic gods, as they cultivated all mankind. That was Kang, without dispute, and he has controlled it all. In Avengers Endgame, we see a breakdown of all the timestamp destinations that are time-traveling war criminals, all of which coincide with the destination where they committed their time crimes. They showed it to us. We saw it. Two of those dates that go unanswered are 2988 BC and 2009. Now, let's just say, let's just say, if we would, that these dates were picked out as important, but something or someone interfered. In 2988 BC, now, why would that matter, you would ask, and you may ask. And I will answer with facts. Those, <laughs> those without the capacity to think outside their little boxes that they live in would not be aware that 2988 was the year that Bor, grandfather of the unattractive space arms dealer vigilante Thor, battled dark elves to secure Ether. The Avengers may have wanted to gather Ether there, but Kang stopped them. And he forced them instead to visit a later date, after it had been secured in Asgard. Now, you may ask, 2009, hmm, well, let's just say that Kang, who decided to really meddle in things, decided to set things in motion. Where would he start? He would start in 2009, in or around the time that Tony Stark had started wearing his weapons of war, unregulated in society <laughs> as a suit. Yucker, there is a puppet master in the Marvel Universe deciding our fate. And I do not mean the 1962 Fantastic Four villain, <laughs> Philip Masters, who goes by the name Puppet Master. <laughs> That's a real thing. There's a, there's a puppet yeah, master of course named Philip Masters. That bit was so good and on the spot that I lost track of what you were saying four times. <laughs> like, yeah, I could not follow it. I'm having such a hard time because the frequency of the real Shen Bapiro's voice is something that I've yeah. just learned to like tune yeah, yeah, out. You block it out. And Todd, you're nailing it so hard that it's like you're <laughs> yeah. not even here today. Matt, all of your filters are, are kicking in. Yeah. Yeah. Shen, thank you. Fascinating stuff, especially tying it into the beloved liberal documentary Infinity Wars. Um, how are they going to? How are they going to respond um, when their own, one of their own pieces of fake news supports your claim? Incredible stuff. When they have to answer for their space crimes, we will see which way the liberal courts decide to decide their their punishments. We will, listeners. I invite you to dwell on Shen's words, um, and while you dwell, please listen to Felix's truths as well. Felix, what is your evidence? for this uh, crisis actor within our own U.S. military. Well, look, Yucker, it's really wild that you would even have to ask me for evidence. You see, the evidence is out there. The evidence is so in your face <laughs> that it's unbelievable that anybody wouldn't be able to just see the evidence. It's like people are just too stupid. They're too fucking stupid, Yucker, <laughs> to see the evidence right in front of their face. I mean, this man, this man said it himself. This fake crisis actor said himself in a United States congressional court that he was here. He said, <laughs> look it, it's me, 
I'm here. Deal with it. Let's move on. And we all knew. We all knew the secret behind those words. We knew that that man was not the real Lieutenant Colonel James Rhodes. However, there is more evidence if you look a little bit closer, Yucker. He consistently demonstrates his inability <laughs> to maintain character as a superhero. This man is such a joke of a superhero, he doesn't even know how to hero super, Yucker. You see, he answers a phone call. He answers a phone call in the middle of an international raid during Iron Man 3, and then he gives the password to his government login over a non-secure line. Now, Yucker, I don't need to tell you about the importance of government officials communicating explicitly through secure technology. We know the danger of unsecured communication lines, and this Lieutenant Colonel James Rhodes gives his password to one shadowy cabal leader, Tony Stark, <laughs> over a non-secure line. This man risked the international relationships of the United States with Wakanda. He risked the international relationships of United States with second world country Wakanda. I don't really know anything about Wakanda, but I know <laughs> I know that at one point Bruce Banner was in Wakanda. And this fake crisis actor went with that Bruce Banner and he played a prank on him. He pranked Bruce Banner. This was in Infinity War, that liberal documentary you might not have seen. It. He pranked <laughs> Bruce Banner. Do you know how risky that is? Do you know how risky it is to prank the Incredible Hulk <laughs> when you're in another country that doesn't have the means or the infrastructure to deal with an American like Bruce Banner? It's a terrible risk. To take such a foolish risk is a mistake an actor would make, not a lieutenant colonel of the United States Air Force. Above all else, above all else, Yucker, he faked an injury. This man fakes his veteranship, and then he fakes an injury. We see this man take a fall in Civil War, and he walks assisted by medical devices created by shadowy cabal leader Tony Stark for the rest of the movies until we see him. Ah, <laughs> oh, so close. <laughs> until we see him walk unassisted with the new Captain America in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's I can't I can't I'm gonna vomit. That's all I got. That's the bit. Well, wait. Wow. Are you gonna vomit because of the voice or, or the inherent the racism? <laughs> yeah. Because of how upset you are at at the globalist takeover of the Avengers. Yes. It's. I don't think, and I'm gonna say it now. I don't think I've ever said the words "crisis actors" out loud myself. <laughs> yeah. And you saying it doesn't in feel the good. Alex Jones voice. I also too want to vomit. I have a good suggestion for a good palate cleanser. Can we get a clean box of scraps? <laughs> Tony Stark was able to build this in a cave with a box of scraps. Perfect. Let's move on. <laughs> good luck mastering this podcast, Kyle. You have fun, my guy. I, I knew what I did. Felix, this is all incredibly damning information. You're right. It is. A sleeper agent within our own in the high ranks of our own military, an actor, no less. Sickening, sickening stuff. No wonder you look like you are about to vomit. <laughs> Let's shift gears 
one last time before we bring this all back around. Peter, tell us what evidence do you have today to back up your claims? The book of Matthew, <laughs> historical text. <laughs> chapter 25, verse 29 states, To those who have everything, more will be given. From those who have nothing, everything will be taken. Now, as an accredited biostatistician and published theorist on metaphysical biozoology, I would say I would know a thing or two about natural hierarchies in the wild. For those of you who haven't read the 2008 paper published by Mullins and Weaver on anthropod anthropology, I will summarize here and humor you all. Take the lobster. Take the lobster. We already know that lobsters, biologically speaking, are the closest to humans in one distinct key feature, the connection between their social behavior and their nervous system. And we also know that lobsters have been around for more than 500 million years and are therefore older than the planet itself. So when scientists observed how lobsters interact socially, it proved a key insight into the human condition. Winston and McBain ran a series of tests that evaluated how much labor a lobster would conduct on its own versus when paired with another lobster of equal intellect and physical prowess. Dr. McBain began the test by burying the sole lobster alive in thick, heavy sand to see how hard the lobster would work in order to dig itself out of the sand. And then he performed the same test with two lobsters in an equal amount of sand. And the results spoke for themselves. The sole lobster worked twice as hard to stay alive than the pair. So you say, well, okay, I'm not a lobster. No, you're not. But as Carl Jung once said, we are all the evolutionary descendant of the primordial lobster, a.k.a. the collective unconscious that was built from the bones of the ancient lobsters and ground into human DNA that was passed on to generation to generation for millennia. When you ask me, should we allow for this so-called repatriation, what does that even mean? <laughs> well, you break that word down to its core components. Re, regarding, in response to, perhaps a reaction toward. Patriot. This is an easy one. A man who serves God and country before all else. Asian. A suffix. Abraham Maslow once theorized that humans are adept at personifying or personification. So the world is literally telling us to personify patriotism itself. And what, dare I ask, is more patriotic than following the word of God who literally invented the world and take everything from those who have nothing? Then what are we left with? Well, if you look at the science, our DNA is coded with this complex hierarchy ingrained deep inside of us back to the days of our primordial lobster time. This hierarchy states that nature will decide who is left standing at the top of the mountain and who is left huddling in the masses at the bottom. I think it's quite clear that nature intended for the blip to happen and any attempt to return to a woke new normal is an affront to God himself. I turn into Sheldon Cooper from Big Bang Theory, I think. <laughs> and I'm not upset about it. <laughs> there was a solid three minutes where I like forgot the thread, like for oh, lost yeah, yeah. the argument no, you were too. making. Um, yeah, I'm outside of the bit. What's the lobster thing? Oh, these are all real. These are all real Jordan Peterson things. Oh, holy shit! Half of this was just taken verbatim from his Joe Rogan episode. We'll talk about it more in the after show because I can't yeah. talk about oh the silly man anymore. 
No. I'm just angry that you made me think about Maslow's hierarchy of needs on this video game Also, I totally made that up. <laughs> None of that is real. Great. Fascinating stuff, Professor Jorgensen. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think so. Yes. Um, we, like, we... God, I can't stay I'm so sorry. It's so bad. Um, you raise a lot of good points about repatriation and... The blip. The so-called blip, if I, if we may. With that, we will start to wrap things up on Yucker Carlson today. Longtime listeners of Yucker Carlson today know that we believe all these stories we tell on our show to be connected <laughs> in sort of a multifaceted continuity unity, or MCU. Distinguished guests, please, how do all these facts tie back into the rest of the MCU. Shen, please. <laughs> well, Yucker, this only scratches the surface. There's so much more that they're not telling us. What if I told you the so-called Avengers are hiding even more things from us? Those in power keeping things from us all over the place. Ralph Boner, does that name ring a bell? What if I told you that he is a superhero and that he is hiding and... Now, the heroes and sheroes you worship are keeping that from us. <laughs> you can't trust S.H.I.E.L.D. Do you think you could? Okay, let's pretend. Let's pretend. Just say you can. Say you can trust S.H.I.E.L.D. Why would Nick Fury fake his death and then later present an alien body double if S.H.I.E.L.D. can be trusted? That doesn't sound very trustworthy at all. Speaking of secrets, the government is hiding mutants from us. Those in charge of society would lead you to believe mutants do not exist or at least recently exist. This is false. How do you explain a high-velocity rocket not exploding if it flies into an apartment building while children are trapped under rubble? Well, one option would be to say that Kang kept it from exploding. The other is that perhaps there exists a mutant with the power to control metal. A mutant named Magneto, who perhaps stopped the bomb from exploding to save his canonical children, Pietro and Wanda. Also, other things they're keeping from us, yucker. Anyone who touched the Soul Stone knows of all souls, and would also know that mutants exist, which means the dangerous AI war weapon known as Vision and the literal war criminal Bruce Banner would know about mutants as well, and why aren't they telling us? And one more that I promised to share from my personal Patriots patron, um, my sources are telling me that Bruce Banner the Hulk has a bastard space baby on Sakaar. This is without debate. Because for the years he was on Sakaar, he was, he was, he was swanging. <laughs> do you think that Ben Shapiro would say swanging? I don't think he would say swanging. Does Ben Shapiro not like Thor? Because you, he's implied that he doesn't like Thor a few times. It feels right. Is that a thing? Thor would go against um, his belief in yeah. in a monotheistic okay. god. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, well, there's the, and also he's like, also a larger. He's a taller man. Yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's a he's pretty. He's pretty and strong and like does good things. Yeah. Shen, these are all very fascinating points you bring up today. Without debate. Without debate. I had no clue about Bruce Banner's bastard alien baby. Um, and it is shocking stuff. Illegal, illegal alien baby. Uh, yes. Illegal, bastard, illegal alien anchor baby, even. Um. <laughs> I hate this. Keep going. <laughs> change, change gears. <laughs> Todd, here's a good palate cleanser. Can we get a clean box of scraps? 
Oh yeah, a box of scraps. <laughs> <laughs> Was that it? Perfect. I, I, Honestly, better than I expected. <laughs> Felix, please. How does your your story of crisis actor Colonel James Rhodes tie back into the greater MCU? Well, Kyle, it tied. Hold on, I said Kyle, and I gotta keep us in the bit. <laughs> <laughs> If anything is important here today, yep. it is the It is the, the continuity bit. of the bit, yes. Yeah, it's absolutely yeah. the bit. All right, uh, give me a sec. All right. <clears throat> you want some water real quick? <laughs> no, I have this Dr. Pepper and cream soda to keep my throat fresh. Oh, so you're a method actor now. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You see, Yucker, this theory expands much farther than just the Avengers. This theory is not a theory, Yucker. It's our everyday life. This shadowy cabal is replacing way more than just Lieutenant Colonel James Rhodes. Now, I may say Lieutenant Colonel James Rhodes, played by crisis actor Don Weasel, is probably <laughs> the most dangerous of these replacements. However, they have been replacing important people in history this whole time, all the way back with Howard Stark. Did you know, did you know, yucker, Howard Stark has been portrayed by three men, three different men, yucker, have all portrayed Howard Stark, and we've never seen the real one alive. We've only seen the real one in a picture. We saw the real one in a picture in 2008's Iron Man. His name was... It was Gerald Sanders, but it was supposed to be Howard Stark. That man was Howard Stark. Now, Howard Stark was replaced in his young age by crisis actor Dominic Cooper, and then was replaced in his old age by crisis actor John Slattery. So they've been replacing people since the very beginning. And you see, Kyle, it got even worse in 2012, because in 2012, they had an opportunity to insert a crisis actor off world. They sent a crisis actor home with the Asgardians. Because you see, oh my god, things are just like coming out of my throat. <laughs> you see, Yucker, there is actually a cabal spy amongst the Warriors Three on Asgard. The original Philandral is no longer Philandral, he's now. A crisis actor named Zachary Levi, and that crisis actor <laughs> was killed during Ragnarok by Hela. However, the original Philandra was killed by a shadowy cabal much earlier. <laughs> and now, Yucker, they're replacing children. Do you understand what that means? They're replacing children. Scott Lang, an Avenger, watched his own daughter change in front of his eyes three times, and Scott Lang <laughs> said nothing. Originally Cassie Lang, and then a crisis actor named Emma Furman, and now a crisis actor named Catherine Newton. No one knows what's happening except the shadowy cabal of the Avengers, and they're doing some sort of brain manipulation, because can you imagine, Kyle, a mother and loving stepfather in a new nuclear family not even realizing that their daughter has changed faces in front of their very eyes and if that's not enough Kyle they are irradiating these crisis actors now I Felix Stone's not usually one to defend the evil people 
that would be a crisis actor to trick the American people. However, when one person signs up for an underpaid acting gig and they are subjected to gamma radiation, <laughs> it's a crime, yucker. It's a crime committed by the Avengers. And when they killed the original Hulk and replaced him with a crisis actor named Fark Ruffalo, they went too far. <laughs> they irradiated that man so he could be the Hulk too, but it's a new Hulk, and it's one controlled by the shadowy cabal. They could replace anyone, and they're going to tell you, Kyle. They're going to tell you, Yucker. God damn it, your name is Yucker. They're going to tell you, Yucker. That it's not replacements, that it's aliens. It's these aliens, they call them scrolls. Now I'm telling you, scrolls are liberal propaganda. <laughs> we got aliens living in Norway with the Asgardians right now, and they've got all sorts of treaties and shit that we're getting their money. It's the economy, it's fine. The good aliens are in Asgard. These fake scrolls, these shapeshifters they're warning you about. It's liberal propaganda, yucker. They're swapping them out. They're swapping people out all over the world. <laughs> it's so sweaty. It's incredible. It's, it's so good. Man, I wish we could have just captured the video for that. I know. Like, just to see Matt like, like every, every second. Matt's eyes got so wide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Matt achieved oh. a, a level of energy that that Alex Jones only obtains with cocaine. Um and, and Dr. Pepper. And Dr. Pepper. And whatever over the counter medicine they were pushing that made him redder. <laughs> and, yeah. and red dye number 40 yes yeah doing an alex jones impression is like running down a hill and flip-flops <laughs> like you're not in control and you know you're gonna fall but you don't know when <laughs> well and the only way to keep yourself from falling is just lean into it exactly yeah felix oh, enlightened God. as always thank you peter professor jorgensen please Give us your last entry into the marketplace of ideas and how the repatriation plan ties into the greater MCU. Uh, right before we do that, uh, Yucker, if if you will, if I may ask one quick favor, I brought some um, inspirational music because any <laughs> fan of mine knows that they can't really hear a talk of mine without. Motive, uh, royalty-free motivational music in the background. Future Kyle, this is real. I found royalty-free motivational music. That'll go perfect oh my God. with the next two minutes. If you would just put, slot that in right here. Perfect, thank you. The men and women who emerged from their magical portals to fight <laughs> Thanos that day, they are the other half of the primordial lobster Thanos. duo <laughs> coded in our collective DNA. You know, that half of your subconscious that fiddles in the summer while the other half stores for the winter. So you have the two halves of your inner lobster constantly attempting to dig and dig itself out of it, their side of the sand. But I ask you, what happens when two people try to dig themselves out of the same hole? While the sand goes right back on top, it buries both underneath. So that is to say, why all of a sudden does this new Captain America slash Falcon or whatever they're choosing to call himself get to dictate the new law? For those of us who have lived the past five years doing twice the work with half of the resources, I reject these new portal gods, these portalists, as it were. 
you tell me I broke the rules by returning my car to whomever owned it before they disappeared and I took it from their driveway. What rules, you sons of bitches? <laughs> you tell me to take pride in this new nation in bringing together the blipped and the unblipped. Am I the only one who remembers that pride is a sin? And I believe it was fellow published theoretical physicist and Nobel Prize winner, I forget his name, who said pride comes before what? A fall. Up yours, woke portalists. We'll see who cancels who. There you go. And scene. <laughs> scene. Did I get them all? Did I get all? Did you I check got, the boxes? You got you got all you hit all the boxes. Um, Good, gentlemen. Thank you for coming on the show today to dispense truth to our loyal patriotic listeners. They are the real heroes of this country. We are going to take a quick break to hear from our masculine, fantastic sponsors, and when we come back. We will give each of our guests an opportunity to tell you, our listeners, how you can support them um, so that they can keep digging up the truth of woke globalist Avengers. We will be right back. From the nerds at Debate This comes a new streaming experience. Last year, we launched The Ploos is Loose, a podcast where we dove into plot details, Easter eggs, and wild speculation into 2021's breadth of new MCU content. And we're still going to do that. We're just changing some things. Coming to Twitch this March, a show that asks the real questions. Kyle, why are you talking like that? Yes, anyway, starting with the release of Moon Knight on March 30th, we will be streaming our MCU post-show at twitch.tv slash debatethiscast. Episodes will still be posted on the same podcast feed a day later. So just like when Mephisto... What? No, no, we're, we're not going to talk about Mephisto anymore. Yeah, unless he actually shows up. Bringing you the best recaps of the MCU, and only the MCU. Uh, well, that's not entirely true. Yeah, we talked about this, bud. Uh, we're we're going to cover other stuff, too. Yeah, all kinds of comic book TV shows and movies, just like that Jared Leto movie Morbius that's definitely coming out. Yeah, and we're also going to have special guests to tell us what they thought of the thing we watched. Guys, I'm sorry. I, I screwed this whole thing up. I'll just go. No, Kyle, no, it's okay. We still need someone to reveal the new name. Yeah, why don't you do it? Yeah? You mean it? Yeah, yeah go on ahead. Coming this March to Twitch, look out for Avenge This, a comic book movie and television discussion show where we watch all of the MCU stuff and also some of the DC stuff that we want to watch. You can watch Avenge This live at twitch.tv slash debatethiscast or download episodes through the Avenge This podcast feed wherever you download podcasts. Hey, nice. there you there go. go. Super duper. All right. Thank you again. Please, listeners, support our manly, heroic sponsors so that we can keep dispelling the truth to you. And please listen to our guests today and how you can help sponsor them so that they can keep fighting against the mainstream media and bringing you the truth as well. 
Shen, how can our listeners help keep your show on the air and spreading the truth? Longtime listeners of the Shen Bapiro show would know that often I sell many of the books that I write. Um, we are now getting into more <laughs> tangible items to sell and uh, support our show. And the latest item we have for sale now to the real patriots out there who are seeking truth are called Defenders of Time Glasses. With these glasses, <laughs> you will use alpha wave technology to identify time vibration signals. When the strong alpha waves that, that come from your eyes projected through these glasses interact with vibrations created by time displacements, you will be alerted to a potential time crime that may be committed around you so that you can report it to our brave boys in blue. Outside of the bit, in my mind, <laughs> these are just repurposed Google Glass from like 2013. That's what this is. With like a, just a AI, like it focuses on a random person in your field of vision or something yeah sure, instead of the sure. instead of the google instead of the google logo it's just an american flag decal has been put over it and that's what that is <laughs> nice because this is a hundred alpha wave technology mm -hmm. that is something these idiots would say oh yeah thank you shen listeners please go to shen's website and buy your buy his uh, to support his show i forget what you called your glasses Felix, how can our listeners keep your show on the air and bring in the truth to the masses? Yeah, Yucker, I really appreciate you giving me an opportunity to do an ad read here. I, I, you know, I did an ad read in my own jury trial last week, and uh, it's, I, I've really been practicing this. So thank you. I just I wanted to give the audience an opportunity. If you know, if if you're a great American citizen, obviously you have a man's best friend at home. You got a dog, and. If you've got a dog, well, you want to keep your dog in your yard. And, and we here at the Secret Armor Wars podcast, we want to make sure that your dog stays in your yard, too. Because the, the shadowy cabal, the shadowy cabal is out there. See, they're coming for your pets, everybody. They're out there. They're turning the friggin' dog stray. They're turning the dog stray. <laughs> and they're out there yeah. coming for your dogs. We got so it. So you just remember, you go, you go to electricfence.com. You use code Felix Stones. That's code Felix Stones. F L E F E L I X S O S T O N E S. Felix Stones at checkout, electricdogfences.com. Incredible. Felix, thank you. And thank you for bringing, bringing light to this horrible affliction. Um, affecting our nation's dogs. Professor Jorgensen, how can our listeners support you in your fight against the woke portalists? I'm going to do this out of the bit because I feel like this needs a little bit of explanation because <laughs> Peter B. Jorgensen is a little bit more, more nefarious in his schlepping than boner pills. Sure. So he's like, <laughs> so for pe people that aren't familiar with Mr. Jorgensen, he's like a motivational speaker. And he loves Jungian psychology, which, like, if you've ever seen an anime, it's the persona <laughs> stuff. It's the persona and the shadow, and he thinks it's, like, really cool shit. So he sells a bunch of, like, personality quizzes and speeches and books. Like, yep. he does the motivational speaker thing. So out of the bit, uh, the answer to this is... I really dug into this idea of the primordial lobster. I made that up and really just just went gung ho just with ran that. with it. So I think this this new flavor is uh, is a a new variation on one of his stupid books called uh, Twelve Rules for Life in a Post Blip World. <laughs> it's a separate personality quiz 
that t- it's called Discover Your Inner Primordial Lobster, and it gives you one of 12 Jungian archetypes, but flavored... But lobster skin? But flavored with lobster types, yes. He does also sell lobster-themed merch. He also um, sells lobster merch, and I yeah. fucking hate it. And I really <laughs> wish I didn't know that, and I want his voice out of my head. <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you. We are about to wrap up our show. Please send our listeners home with your truths today, summed up um, in a succinct, easy-to-shout nugget for our listeners to yell at the water cooler at work when they go to work tomorrow. Uh, Shen, this is is not going to be an easy-to-yell... I know it is, and it's not going to be an easy-to-yell quote, but it could be. Who's to say? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? No, these yahoos would yell this kind of shit. It is... It is a fact that we are not in control of the moving pieces of history. We are also not in control of the melting ice caps or disappearing forests or animal extinctions. These are facts. These are facts that liberals will try and tell you are wrong. Even the president doesn't control those things, though they do exclusively control gas prices. The Avengers know (laughs) Kang is pulling the strings and they refuse to acknowledge it. They do this to keep you powerless and in the dark forever and for all time. And someone needs to stop them. But I'm just putting the facts out there. Just the facts. Just something to think about. Just asking questions. <laughs> and keep continue to ask those questions, Shen. Thank you. Felix, send our listeners home with one last nugget of wisdom. Well, I want to impart a nugget of wisdom from fallen American hero from another universe, Quentin Beck Mysterio. Quentin Beck Mysterio, when he said, you're right, you may not be ready. But this is my responsibility. Saving the world requires sacrifice. Sometimes people die. I am Mysterio. You all are Mysterio. We all are Mysterio. And Mysterio (laughs) is a fool. And we're all fools. And I am a fool for falling for the shadowy cabals face swapping opportunities but hey to quote Quentin Beck again don't ever apologize for being the smartest one in the room. Thank you. Thank you. And Professor Peterson, perhaps the most valuable nugget of wisdom for our listeners to go home with. I was recently banned from Twitter, I should say, (laughs) suspended for a tweet I recently penned about the Global Repatriation Council. I have been told that I will be invited back if I delete the tweet and I would rather die. Thank you. All right, I'm going to step out for a second. Do we want to do good vibes in character? Or do no. we want to... No. Yes. God, no. no. God, no. I can't. You know the I'm Michael so Scott... Sad. The Michael Scott gif where he's just screaming, Oh, God, no. 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 <laughs> okay. All right, listeners, thank you for sticking with us through that bit, through the horrible... <laughs> mentally taxing bit we've we committed to here today i can close all these incognito pages now and close close all our <laughs> yeah close all our incognito pages guys thank you for committing so hard to the bit with me um we are gonna do good vibes and winners outside of the bit because if we make matt do his felix stone's voice anymore i think he's gonna have an aneurysm (laughs) so todd please kick us off with good vibes so i hated what we did today um but same 
anyone who knows me in person knows that like I'm intimately familiar with all of the characters we've discussed today because it's just I hate watch uh, mm-hmm. clips of this sort of thing. And boy, this was special. <laughs> Matt, your Alex Jones impression was really, really good. It was something special. Really, really, really good. And I really, really like what you did. And I'm we'll talk more about it in the post show. But when we were kind of claiming what we were going to take as our conspiracy today, I yielded an idea that I had thought about for a different one, which I think fit into what you were doing way better. So I'm glad that you got to hit all the quotes. I'm glad you got to yell as Alex Jones. It was I loved your performance. I hated what your performance was. <laughs> Andrew, Jordan Peterson is the one that I wasn't so familiar with until more recently. And I cannot understand why any person with more than a brain cell would ever listen to him and think that anything he's saying is smart or good. Pure nonsense. It's Oh, it's, my God. Well, we'll po- uh, po- yeah, post-show. We'll, we'll hit post- it more in the post-show. Yeah. Um, Sorry. I... I <laughs> <laughs> sorry everyone Order sorry people who have to listen to the post show <laughs> yeah i really liked i i really liked your impression i thought it was awesome that you like took on the blip and the global repatriation <laughs> like if there were a hardcore conservative you know conspiracy nut in the mcu mm-hmm. that wasn't J. jonah jameson they 100 percent would be like oh the liberals trying to help people find their yeah. homes again mm-hmm yeah. How about that? It's his particular bl- brand of like white upper class elitist conservatism. Yeah. Yeah. The the kind of conservatism that tricks the other kind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So liked liked what you both did, hated what we all did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have similar <laughs> feelings. I'm so serious, Todd. Like, I have tuned the frequency of Ben Shapiro's voice just totally out <laughs> yeah, of my brain. Everyone. And did. there was like halfway through the second answer that I was like, I stopped listening to Todd. <laughs> I'm totally off the yeah. goop right now. Uh, so that was really excellent. I mean, just like the mentioning of like Thor and just dropping that unattractive Asgardian Thor like so good <laughs> so excellent yeah, and so really, on brand really, really good yeah just you really nailed it and Andrew inspired can I say the primordial <laughs> yeah. monster bit I mean uh-huh. just like like Kyle said earlier I I full-on lost the thread I was like I have no idea <laughs> where we're going I don't know what yeah. we're doing I don't know what you're talking about but you wrapped it all up in the end and yeah I you know what no good vibes for you Kyle you made us do this today <laughs> I don't deserve them no Although the Yucker Carlson was was very good, and I very good, I appreciated that too. I never want to do this again. <laughs> I mean, just I'll echo everything that was just said. Do you guys remember the episode we talked about a lot? The episode where Matt learned everything there was to know about Fallout. <laughs> I yeah, that's the came one. in today. Mm-hmm, I came in today feeling like I learned everything there is ever. I ever needed did not need to know about Mister Peter B. Jorgensen and <laughs> I one very sad but two very happy at what we have at the monster that we've birthed because turns out all three of us came and learned everything that we needed to know about our particular monster and uh, we did it and one unifying thread today which I, I think I really appreciate that we all were able to, to, to manage was the fact that 
all three of us said absolute nonsense today. None of it made any sense, but yeah, but, in, totally. but in uniquely special ways. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Which I want to just take a second to acknowledge. Also, I need to take a second shower. I feel <laughs> so gross. <laughs> Decision. Decision time. Can I make all of you the winner for for doing for playing <laughs> in this yeah. in this evil sandbox I created? This is a this is a whoever wins we lose. <laughs> yeah, this is the one survivor at the end of a Saw movie. <laughs> I'll declare you three all the winner, and our listeners all lose because <laughs> because of what I have birthed into this world. Great impressions all around, Matt. Thank you for almost giving yourself an aneurysm for your commitment to the bit. Todd, thank you for um, speaking at dog frequency levels to channel <laughs> Ben Shapiro. And Andrew, very good Canadian Kermit the Frog um, that you did for us today. <laughs> thank you, everyone, who has made it to the end of this episode of Debate This. God help you. We promise never to subject you to this again. Or do we? Um, you can follow along with the arguments on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at DebateThisCast or on our website at DebateThisCast.com. Hey, we're doing something special for our Patreon this summer. For the last few months, we have been releasing pilot episodes of new Patreon show formats in what we are calling the Summer O' Pilots, quotation, end quotation. If you didn't listen to the clip show that uh, we released to the Debate This main feed last week, be sure to check that out. Matt did a lot of great work putting that together so that you could sample our pilot shows. Um, our last pilot goes live at the end of this month, and then it will be time for our patrons to decide which pilot will be renewed in our next official Patreon show. Just to give you a little taste, we are going to do a little spin on a comic book book club. Um, I don't want to say more and give it away, but that is, that's just a little, little something for you. If you sat through everything you heard today, you deserve a treat. <laughs> That will be much more listenable than this episode was. So if you've got an opinion or want to hear these shows in full, enlist in hashtag buttthwombination at patreon.com slash debate this cast. Until next time, I'm Kyle Harper. I'm Todd. This episode's SEO is going to be something really special. Thomas. I'm Matt. Best there is past, present, and future. Oh, yeah. And I'm Andrew. Tucker Carlson comes from the mouth, Henderson. <laughs> and we're saying thanks for debating with us. And if you think we're wrong, you can come fight us behind the swing sets, nerds. Ooh.